0: The suffering of strangers The agony of friends There is a secret soul In the center of the world And its sound Is life
1: This is Fear A Day Presented by the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, a five-part mini-series documenting our friend Brad's descent into madness. As he watches the Human Centipede 2 every day for 31 days straight. On this episode, we talk to him on day two. Okay, we're going to call Brad.
0: hello yo what's up hey man <laughs> hey how you feeling how am i feeling uh not good
1: <laughs> well then let's hear let's back up a little bit and i want to i want to maybe take this from the top okay. so uh how this all started was uh you came over uh my house last night mm-hmm. and we were hanging out having having some cigars and whiskey sours mm-hmm. and uh and you mentioned that you were Going to start doing this project. Uh, how how did you how did you get the inspiration to do this project? What what set you off?
0: Um, I I think I just have this weird thing in my brain that wants to uh, just go against the norm. So Delaware, we have this cool project. It's free for everyone to join in, and it's called Fun a Day. And what fun a day is, is you do something, you create a piece of art or something every single day for a month. It's a really fun thing, and it's supposed to make you feel better. So... In my twisted brain, I decided, well, I'm gonna twist fun a day and actually torture myself for a month instead <laughs> <laughs> and and that's and that's kind of the basis for it i I thought about it about a year ago, and it was such a dumb idea that I wrote it down on a note card and i i I have a corkboard in front of my. The computer, and I put it right up there so I saw it every single day for about a year. That
1: sounds like a good reason to do this. So yeah. exactly what are you doing?
0: Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, uh, I am watching The Human Centipede 2 every single day uh, for, for the entire month of July and then <laughs> <laughs> which... I I think is the uh, worst movie I've ever seen. I hate the movie. It's, it's awful. The characters are terrible. Everything's terrible about it. I hate it. I vowed never to watch it again after I saw it the first time and here we are. Um, And then after I watch it immediately after I have to come up with two sentences to describe what I think or how I'm feeling. Um, after that particular watch after that particular watch. Yes. And, um, if anyone thinks that I am, uh, ripping off the worst idea of all time podcast. Yeah, I kind of (laughs) am.
1: I would say you're, you are building on the medium though, because I would say that the human centipede Two is probably a worse movie than anything. Adam Sandler has
0: ever put out. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't recommend anyone watch it at all. It is, atrocious and and yeah i think uh the worst idea of all time they did it once a week right i'm doing it every day
1: oh god yeah you're speed running you're speed running this project
0: yeah and it's it's kind of interesting because i don't want to expose my wife to the movie so i have to find ways that like to watch (laughs) it like on like weekends and stuff when she's home i have to like either get up early watch it late or as I'm doing now, I'm just secluding myself with a computer with headphones on um, and kind of uh, watching it because I just I, no one should watch the movie. so it's there's a lot of challenges involved.
1: That really sucks because it's like you have to have it as your piece of undivided attention when mm-hmm. you have to sneak away and watch a movie that that you'd rather be watching anything else.
0: Oh, absolutely. And uh, I turned the internet off of my computer. Uh, I don't use my phone. I don't walk away. It, it is, I have to watch the movie. I have to watch it.
1: You want to get a fully unadulterated experience.
0: Yeah. The most I do is, even though at the end of the day, I'm for the project, I'm going to write two sentences. I actually have a notebook where I'm just taking notes as I'm watching it just to uh, for me personally, just to document my experience more thoroughly.
1: And that way, those two sentences that come out are really powerful. They're like poetic and in, in your disdain for the movie.
0: That's what I'm trying for. Yes.
1: Now you mentioned that you had seen the movie before. Uh, could you tell me about the first time you saw the movie?
0: Um, it was, Probably that I, I don't even know when it came out. Um, I, yeah, I because no one wants to watch Human Centipede with you. I watched it alone, as I still am. And I just remember, from the jump, it's awful. It from From the first scene of the movie, it's terrible. It makes you want to not like the movie because it starts with the main character martin watching the ending of the original human centipede that's how it starts it's a meta movie it's i'm not giving it that much credit but yeah it's trying to be meta and smart but like so you watch the end of the original human centipede and the credits by the way of the original human centipede and then the movie starts And so, like, from the jump, I don't even know why the first time I watched it, I didn't turn it off then. I guess I just like abusing myself when it comes to horror movies.
1: (laughs) I'm checking here on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, The Human Centipede 2 uh, has a a 29% score on the tomato meter and a 22% audience score.
0: I'm actually surprised it's that high.
1: Yeah, that actually seems pretty generous. Yeah, honestly. that
0: that seems way generous. Uh, like, it doesn't deserve any of that. The scariest part about this project is what has happened today as I, as I have been watching this movie. And this is uh, your second watch now. This is my second watch. Yeah, I'm only in day two. And I'm finding things that, like, I can compliment the movie about and I'm also developing weird fan theories about it.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So I, I think this is good because obviously your, your opinion is gonna change on the movie over time. I, I, I didn't ex- suspect it was gonna get better, but who knows? Um, I don't think so.
0: I, I, I don't think it's gonna get better. It's just gonna get weirder.
1: So as you continue on down this journey, mm-hmm. if it's okay with you, I, th- I thought it'd be fun if we document your process, your journey throughout this month. Um maybe I can call you like once a week to kind of see how you're doing. Yeah, that sounds like fun. And maybe there's so that'll be about 4 phone calls mm-hmm. including this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of things that maybe we could track for you. Okay. Maybe some some common questions we can come up. Maybe uh do you, do you want to do like your your current fan theory right now?
0: Uh sure, sure. Uh my current fan theory like the way and i don't know if it's just the ending of the movie is shot so terribly and that nothing in the movie makes sense but i think it never happened not that it i mean i know it's a movie so it never happened but i mean, we wish I it never think, happened <laughs> i think none of the events in the film actually took place in the film i think it was a dream of the main character
1: Okay. Dream sequence. Okay.
0: Because it kind of starts and ends at the same place. And like, it doesn't make sense as to how this guy is able, this guy works at a car park and he's constantly just abducting people and from said car park, but no one catches on. And it takes place between like for a series of days. I assume, I don't know. I haven't, that's one of my next projects is to track the amount of days that it takes place in. But, but like it takes place between several days, but if a lot of people are disappearing from the same car park, people would look at the person who's working Yeah, and they'd show that they have videotape of what's going on. Like they have cameras set up. So they would see him, they would be able to easily investigate this, but nothing happens. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe, I I, I think it might just be all a weird fantasy.
1: Hmm. That, that could make sense because you're right. A a car park that, that abducts people, you know, that's a, I mean, car parks are expensive, but I think that would something that expensive that would get around town. Nobody would go there anymore.
0: Yeah. Or like someone would be like, Oh, last this person was last seen at this place. And like, you would just be like, well, yeah, let's inv- there's not there's not one cop in the movie. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem with this town. London.
1: It's it's London? Okay, I thought it was an American movie.
0: Um yeah, I yeah, it no, it's based in London. Uh the first one was based in Germany. This one's London. I think the director Tom Six, that's his name, is Swedish or something I could be wrong it's one of the Scandinavian countries I believe he's from
1: I believe he's related to Johnny 5 in some way (laughs) don't don't put that on Johnny 5 I love Johnny 5 yeah Johnny 5 doesn't deserve this no he doesn't yeah
0: no
1: (laughs) so okay so we have so I'll check back in with you in seven days about your fan theory um is there Mm -hmm. anything that you'd like to compliment the movie for right now
0: Uh, yes, actually, I will say this, uh, for, I, I I think the lead actor who plays Martin, um, I think it's really interesting. One, he doesn't have one line in the entire movie. He doesn't speak. And two, I think he's, he's a, he's a weird looking dude, but he's doing his best job. I think he's, I actually think he's doing a, a pretty decent job. I, I don't know, but he's, you're always kind of uncomfortable with him. So I don't know. He's he's doing not bad. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a bad actor, especially
1: being that he doesn't have to say any
0: lines. That, that can yeah. go for or against him. Yes, uh, I do. Also, I am obsessed with, he keeps knocking people out with a crowbar and he does the most lazy swing I've ever seen. Like, I feel like <laughs> if he hit me with that swing, I'd be fine. <laughs> How many times does he swing in the movie? Oh my god, uh, dozens. Because he, he has to keep
1: knocking people out all the time. Okay, okay. So the premise of this human centipede, uh, for mm-hmm. those that don't know, is that is that people get uh, attached like ass to mouth in a giant centipede-like line. Yes. How big is this centipede in Human Centipede 2?
0: I believe 12 people. The first one was 3, this one's 12.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I could be wrong on that number, but it's it's over 10 and there's a lot of them. And like the first one, this is so stupid. The first one they kept uh, saying it's 100% medically accurate. Uh, So they were like, oh, because they like the guy was a surgeon and and he's the one who like sewed all these people together. In this one, they say it's 100% medically inaccurate. So it's just this weirdo who wants to make a human centipede because he's a, a a fan of, or he's obsessed with the original movie. So like he tries to do the operation, but fails and accidentally kills people. So he just staple guns their ma- mouths to asses.
1: <laughs> because doing it <laughs> medically, I'm sure, would cause a much better product in the end.
0: Uh, I saw the first one. No, it doesn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the point of the movie is?
0: Uh, I think I think it's the writer director literally like jerking himself off and being like, look how cool I am. I'm going to make a meta movie. I'm going to like, because the first one he was like, I'm going to push boundaries of what horror could be. He didn't. And the second one, he's like, I'm going to push it even farther. And I'm also going to like reference my original movie because I'm so cool. And I'm so great. I think it's just a jerk off session for Tom six.
1: Okay. So you don't think that, that there's a bigger story trying to be told a bigger message that's uh, that's meant to be in the movie.
0: So here's the thing. Currently, right now, no. Yeah, let's see how that evolves throughout the next month. Because I might—that's what I'm getting I, at. <laughs> yeah, I might I
1: really
0: want to hear. I might end up getting so bored that I create a, like another narrative for it. <laughs> I'm gonna be like that. Um, the uh, 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 Always Sunny in Philadelphia Pepe Silvia I meme. Mean. I'm just gonna have like a giant uh corkboard with like lines everywhere and like, <laughs> connecting things
1: <laughs> okay final final i think continuity thing mm-hmm. is right now mm-hmm. what is your least favorite part of the movie wow um
0: uh, you know what i yeah I think it is. At the very end, there is a scene where a woman who, who's pregnant, who we assumed was dead, uh, wakes up. So, like, she, she we thought she was dead before they created the centipede. So she's just left under a blanket in the corner of this like warehouse. She wakes up at the end of the movie and 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 runs out and she starts to give birth as she's running out and gets into a car the the car keys for some reason are in the car i don't know why but they're just in the ignition she starts the car well it won't turn over immediately because it's a horror movie and eventually she gets it started and as she gets it started she gives birth to her kid. So the kid pops out, rolls under the, uh, the accelerator. She hits it in reverse and squishes the baby's head. Oh, come on. Okay. That was my thought too.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yep. This is the movie we're
1: dealing with. My God. Okay. Hey, Hey, that's it's shock
0: value, I guess. But it's, I mean, just for nothing. I, I don't know. It, yeah, it is shock value, but it's also like, this is just gross. She doesn't have any reaction. She drives off. We never see or hear from her again. There's no anything with it. We don't know what happened to her.
1: And she's just been passed out in the corner this whole time.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. For a good series, a good half of the movie, yeah. And she just wakes up, starts screaming, and then that happens. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah.
1: Well, it definitely doesn't sound like the best part of the movie. So so that I think that's a good contender for the, your least favorite part.
0: It's the one thing that really stuck with me from watching it about a decade ago and now. Just having to watch that again and having to watch it 30 more. It, I don't know. It just seemed gross for no reason. It added nothing to the story. She could have just ran off in the car and drove away, but you had to kill her newborn baby. Like, you don't have to do that. That doesn't add anything.
1: Just gory for the sake of being gory. Yeah, it sound, that sounds pretty rough. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right.
1: Well, I think that's a good uh, starting line. Are, are there any like closing thoughts you want to say, uh, having watched the movie two times and, and seeing the road ahead that you have to travel?
0: The road ahead is really scary. Uh, I was talking to, uh, Jess, my wife last night after we left your place. And I told her that one of the weirdest parts is every time I stop the movie, I know I'm going to have to watch it again in 24 hours or whatever. So like, I have, uh, this weird anxiety inside myself and I mean this without any hesitation. Please. Anyone who's listening, anyone who can hear me, do not watch any of the movies. Do not. They're not good. They're not good. There are so many better exploitation movies. There's so many better gross horror movies out there. This one, not worth anyone's time.
1: That's pretty bad. Do you think you're going to be able to make it through? Honestly, yes.
0: I have to. Because... I have watched this movie, I watched this movie once and said I'm never watching it again. And now I've watched it two additional times. If I don't make it through, then I've watched this movie two additional times for nothing.
1: Yeah, if you just watch it 15 times, that's nothing. You just watched it 15 times. You have to go the full month. I have to go. You have to hit the milestone or else it's useless. All the pain and suffering is for nothing. Exactly. I, I cannot wait to talk to you next week. I legitimately cannot wait to talk to you next week. I'm so, I am think I'm more excited to talk to you than you are going to be excited to talk to me.
0: I I, I honestly, I don't even know where next week is going to take me. So I'm I'm excited yeah. for this. I'm excited for this. I weirdly am. Um, by the way, just so everyone knows, uh, I do, in fact, I am seeing a therapist, and I have told her about this. So... <laughs> You have counsel. I have counsel. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Like she's she's fine. She's like, if you need additional appointments, let me know. So, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm looking out for the safety of myself and everyone else and all my loved ones.
1: You are under a physician's guidance yes. for this. Yes, indeed. Uh, I think you're going to need every every resource you can get. So I'm glad that you've done that. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I will talk to you. uh, I'll talk to you in seven days.
0: Absolutely. Till next time. Till next time.
1: This has been the first episode of Fear a Day, presented by Maximum Mediocrity. If you would like to hear the rest of this series please consider subscribing. Our theme song is Unbearable by Dominant.
0: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.